Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Spinner Rack. I'm here with my boy, Petey. What's rocking, Petey? Say what's up to the peeps. What up? Hey, today we're doing WandaVision number nine, series finale, in more ways than one. That's the title, and this is the it for the series right now, as far as we know. There may not be a season two. Um, um, Feige said they, they haven't had any uh, concrete plans about it so far, so this is what we're going to get. Now, all I can say is just one, one word. Absolutely fantastico. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Absolutely fantastico. He's gonna yeah. make me use some expletives. You know, too. Look, <laughs> this episode basically comes to an end where it brings us to it ties all the loose ends. So we find out. No, it does not. It's ties up in the phase four. And so what we find out here is that. Um, is what we find out here is basically we have that it starts off with um, Agatha Harkness holding the kids hostage. Basically, she wants to absorb all the powers from our girl Wanda. And Wanda's like, heck to the no, it ain't going to happen. So she's fighting it out with her. At the same time, we have the, the white vision or the spectral vision trying to come after regular vision. We have um, Agatha's here. This is Agatha right in the middle. Well, you you got to open up a little wider. Oh yeah, this that's is Agatha. Agatha. Where was Ebony? No Ebony. Well, it's the bunny. It's, it wasn't called Ebony. It was called Bunny. That's what it was. Not called. the bunny. It's not a bunny. It's keep going. Right. So, you know, we have basically. Then you also have the kids. You know, showing their powers, taking on the military. So it's crazy, 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 crazy. We even All see. Right. Glimpses, right. Hold on a second. A glimpse of Photon's power coming out where they try to shoot her and stuff. So I'm oh, just giving Captain you a quick Marvel's broad overview. Power. Huh? Captain Marvel's power. Captain Marvel, um, Spectrum, Photon, whatever you want to call it. You saw, saw her with the powers. And uh, I mean, this action, you basically at the very end, she has to make a decision of what's more important. Does she want to get people back their lives because basically she's been holding all these people in Westview hostage? Or does she want to keep her family? Because her family can exist within the bubble, you know. And of course, with recent, she 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 picks the right thing, which is to let the people go, let those people free, give those people freedom, and that's what happens. So overview, just a quick overview. It's just fantastical. You know, what I'm trying to say one word does the trick, and you know, it gives us meaning as to why Feige said they didn't have any concrete plans about number two. I think bring. Um, Elizabeth Olsen back, bring the spectral vision or white vision back, you know what I'm trying to say, bring Captain Marvel with some more, um oh, and we also get, what do we also get? We also get hints of the scrolls come down to talk to her, and she's going to go see who? Who? Up, up, in, so up in the space station? Nick Fury. So, I think I wrapped it up a quick synopsis of everything there, so I'm going to pass it on to my boy, my boy Cal, I mean Petey, Petey. Cal. PD, what do you think about this whole episode? Just a quick overview of what you think, other than it was fantastical. You can't use well, absolutely fantastical this, because those are my this words. Episode, this episode being the big showdown between Agatha Harkness and, um, and Wanda, who they're talking about this lineage of being the Scarlet Witch, as if we couldn't have just named her Scarlet Witch because of the color of the costume. Just, she had to be some lineage to give her this name because they've been calling her Wanda all this time and they never called her by the, the name. So they talk about this history of the Scarlet Witch, 
which of course, this is what Agatha wants. She's now this villain that steals everyone's power and she's got, she's got this thing with the kids. But at the same time, Wanda's fight. So they have this big knockdown drag out fight. And at the same time, there was, there's, there's some things that kind of went left and went right at the same time, which didn't make much sense, right? But they had this big drag out fight. Um, Wanda immediately finds out, you know, when she starts to open up this thing, this the the the, the Westfield the barrier, her kids and and, Ultra, and um, Vision are start to go away. But at the same time, Vision is having a fight with the Spectral Vision. And why do I keep? Everyone says White Vision. Why did I keep calling him the Spectral Vision? Because the Spectral Vision here decided. He said, "What happened to your color hue?" And he said, "It's spectral, which is like ghostly." Right, it makes total sense. So that's what Spectral, that's what Vision called himself. I'm calling him Spectral. There's Vision going to Hollywood. There we go. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, this Vision that's in the in in WandaVision world is fighting the White Vision, which is the um, the army putting together this Vision. Now this has overtones of what Ultron did, where Ultron in the comic books made um, Vision a bad guy. And they have this moment where I was just like, they had finally have Vision phasing through stuff. So they had this cool fight, but um, hold on, let's stop that. They had this cool fight, but then Vision starts the, the Vision from West, Westview, he says something that gives Vision pause, right? And that gives you this cool moment where Vision is rethinking his programming. And they connect him with his past memory, saying it's still there. But where did the white vision go? Where all the white vision at? Where did he go? He went to find himself. That, that, no, that that's that's he's saying everything was tied up. He goes off into phase four, and then the Westview vision is like, yo, I'm not gonna say nothing to Wanda about my I'm coming back, baby. But I ain't gonna tell her right now. I'm gonna <laughs> make her. I'm gonna make her miss me, and then I'll come back sometime later, and it's gonna be big. It's gonna be a big hit. So at the same time, they open up. They open up Westville. They let the people out. I thought those people were gone, right? They supposedly left. You see them running out because they they were kind of what's the name? Agatha was using them to chase after her. Now they, this is also what Marvel likes to do. Marvel likes to blame the heroes. Captain America allowed, um, who's that guy? When the soldier to do all that damage, when he should have just took him in and brought him in for his crime because he was, the, and then have the, have the courts deal with it. Iron Man and the Hulk create Ultron. The heroes, even Odin messed up everything in, in Asgard. So it's like the heroes kind of, and the good guys kind of do the wrong things in these Marvel movies. They are the flawed character. They stepped it, maybe step one more past what Stan does. So this is why when, um, when John Byrne had Scarlet Witch go crazy in this um, Darker Than Scarlet story, he had some villains that caused this thing to happen to her. Not like Bendis who decided, you know what? Let's have Wanda just from her grief go bad. It works better when she goes bad, you have someone to blame. So then when you see her later, you're not like, oh, she's just so destructive. Some have said that, hey, once she, she learns how to be better, and it's just like, Cap didn't learn. People just forgot what Cap did. 
you know? So as you move on, vision breaks out, they go back, they're in the family, the government comes in there, there's some more fighting. And then ultimately we have this big Wonder Woman scene where Agatha's fighting Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is turning, like decaying. The family is seeing this. Uh, for some reason, uh, Monica Rambeau, she's moving around like um, Gina Carano in Deadpool. She has these stomps and this, that, and the other. Like she's a being of energy and light. Like have her move at light speed. The whole Ralph Boner, that was the lamest thing. <laughs> Uh, and we didn't, no, no one explained what that was about. I don't know what that was about. I'm moving past it because it was lame. I don't know how she tra he trapped, um, what's the name? But I don't know what that was. So, but that means he's going to be back, regretfully. So, and then ultimately they... Hmm? What? You said, regretfully, who will be Quicksilver back? Quicksilver or Ralph Boner, whoever they'll do, a, a, a lame Boner well, why, are saying, why are you saying that? Because what happened to him? Did he die? So why are you saying that? Because nothing, we didn't see any result of it. Was he an apparition of, of the Westville thing? Or what was he? That's what I'm saying. Is he Ralph Boner or not? You know, was it the, the necklace, what was there that was holding, that, that was controlling him? Is that what Ralph was using, was using the power to, to go through him? You know, so we don't really know. So, so you're saying that Ralph was a captive not Quicksilver. I'm saying it could be two things. Ralph could have been Quicksilver, but or it could he he could have been a um, um, what do you call it of um, Agatha Agatha right Agnes Agatha Harkness whether yeah. he was being controlled and, and, and duped by her or whether there was something in that necklace that he had on. Oh, you're saying that that caused him to become Ralph Boner. Or well, no, Ralph Boner was used as the rest of them to right. be a character. Or, in or that or that or that necklace was controlled. By Agnes or another power, which used him as a vehicle. Okay, that's, that's the only thing I can think of because when she broke the necklace, it, it stopped. Okay, right? so maybe so that makes sense. I, I didn't get it, but thank you for that. So then, what's the name? They have this big fight, like one the first Wonder Woman with Wonder Woman's fighting Aries. She's throwing all this energy, and then we think she's done with, but it was somehow a ruse. She comes back. She has the hottest outfit ever it is they finally give her a superhero outfit not her um you know clubbing out in so 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 sylvania so, 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 whatever they live from whatever the club outfit she had on she finally has a superhero outfit it's cool i thought they were going to give her a digital sort of headdress but no they gave her actual headdress so i was like wow this outfit is it's like she's amazing you know, even walking around in a sweat, she's still holding it down. I got to give it to her. And then um, ultimately, we know at this point, even though Agatha Hartness is kind of put in check, that the the um, we're going to lose the kids, right? We're going to lose vision and we're going to lose the kids. But they went matrix revolutions with how long it took for them to get out of here. I was just like, why is it taking so long? Why are they going home? Now I'm going to ref refer back to um, my comic books, right? And we have this West Coast Avenger. I don't, because I don't like that cover as much as I like this thing where we have the kids becoming a part of Master Pandemonium, right? 
we had, and ultimately the kids disappear, right? I thought they should just instantaneously open up the thing, move the barrier, and they disappear. And we have this emotional moment of her losing her family and us just pulling the bandaid off, pulling the bandage off and her having to deal with, not only has she lost vision once, now she lost vision in her family, but she's gonna deal with it. She's gonna be adult and she's gonna move on. And I thought that would have been a powerful scene, but I gave them some leeway. They did kind of go too long with it. I was just like, please, it's like the, I'm gonna do another reference to if you saw the movie Biloxi Blues, where um, uh, who's that guy? Crystal Walken's out on the, out in the. He's doing these push-ups in the rain, and Matthew Broderick is talking. He said, "And then this was this, and this was that, and then this was this, and this and that." And I watched this movie with my friends, and my, my friend Xavier, he was in the movie. He said, "All right, all right," <laughs> and he acted like he was getting up. And it's just like we fell out laughing in this point your part because it was going too long. And just like this, and just like when um, Trinity died in the Matrix, it was going too long. But we did get a lot of good memes. Can you put that picture up? Hold on one second. And I'll just say like this. When we got to that end, I'm like, at least they did it. They said, this stuff is imaginary. We have to pull the Band-Aid off. We have to get rid of the kids because the logic of them having kids makes no sense. They, I was like, wow, they did it. At least they did it and they're gonna move on, right? And we got this, almost there, there we go. We got Vision walking around with his mock neck on, chilling. Like all he needs is the mean that they have when they have him with the, the gold chain and whatnot. So. Ultimately, looks diesel, so don't diss him. So we look, so we got to this part, we got to this part, we say goodbye to the vision. Scarlet Witch loses everything. She puts on her hood, she does her Luke Cage thing. She walks, somehow all of the town people decide to walk back. I was like, I would keep going for a while, but they had to have this emotional moment where they kind of like, kind of like almost like the witches thing, like that sort of thing. She did these things to her, them and, um, you know, what's the name, who's that? But I don't understand. Why did the guy from S.W.O.R.D. get arrested? Why, because he shot at the imaginary kids? Yeah, I mean, he was going to shoot at the imaginary kids, but it's bigger than that. He had to the, 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 the whole body for um, vision, you know? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. What is he going to jail for that for? He's, he was using it as a weapon against, um, against, um, 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 Wanda, and he intentionally, he was the one helping to, to bring this to episode up and more because he keeps trying to, the whole purpose behind that is that he wanted to get um, Vision working back again. So he wanted to provoke Wanda into doing something. And he, he categorized Wanda as though she stole the body when in fact she didn't steal the body. In fact, he had the body the entire time. So, you know, there was a whole series of issues that he did that he got resources. If, if he was talking about a governmental program, we'll have to say, you know, he lied to get the resources he needed for to do what he had to do. But the government knew that he was doing that. His people around him was doing it. Only people that didn't know was Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Well, the FBI clearly didn't think the same thing. Or, you know, you never know. Probably his people in the government will, will pull the strings and get him out. But he was, you, he, he imprisoned an uh, FBI officer. You can't do that. You know, he shot the kids. You can't do that. He got they're imaginary kids. They're not real kids. Doesn't matter. You know, imaginary kids are not. People saw it. And, 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 and what's the name? 
like uh, I'm not saying full time. Monica Rambeau, when she first, that's the thing, people say she didn't know how to use her power. In her first time, it's like the second time she used her power, she closed up this portal and this guy shot at the person who was who created this thing. She turned into energy and you see just the hand, the energy grabs the bullet in the air. Like they should have had her change into energy. They keep doing the stuff we see Gina Carano do, do in uh, what's name where she's a bruiser. We don't need to see I think the photon walking around like this and getting into the stance and all this other stuff. We need to see her turning into energy. I know they, they had the, the money for the slow warp through the body, this, that, and the other, and you see it come out the back. It's like, no, it's energy. Turn into energy. They had, to, they had to show, they had to, I think they're teasing it for when Captain Marvel comes when she goes full-blown spectrum photon of Captain Marvel. Yeah, so right. Stop saying photon. We're not accepting her as photon. Okay. We're not accepting her as spectrum. They're terrible names. They're no, not good superhero right names. This is the name that she has right now in the comics. She don't have no name. She does. So look, for right now, I'm saying is that there were, um, getting back to the whole spectral vision thing, that key thing, the, 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 the ship of thesis, how vision was able to, to, to twist the spectral um, vision around, basically, is that he was able to do it because he's like, who is the real vision, right? And, you know, the, the other one, all he knew was his programming and that he had to go and kill vision because he was you know, not the, the real one. But when the, re when the real vision says, hey, you know, if the ship, if a ship is in a location and you change all the, 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 the boards of the ship, I see it, Petey. <laughs> the this ship for the world. This is, we're not for you, for the public. Okay, for the public. What happens then is that you have, um, uh, the ship changes, but it's still basically the same ship or is it not? Or is it a brand new ship? And basically that's what they were saying. Here you have my body parts, you know, but you don't have my memories, you know. So who's really the real vision here and there? And so he partook, He gave him his 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 uh, his memories, and he was able to. No, he said he had them. He just had to put, you know, had to remember them. And then he remembered it. So I guess now he's having to, to fight his programming versus you know the memories that he has. And so he that's why he went away. So that's the point I was trying to make. You know, um, I don't know how real the ship of thesis is, but it's just, it's an interesting concept. Um, in terms of um, Wanda, going back to her. I think it was a difficult choice, you know, the child to, to save her children or not to save her children, you know, but I think it was pretty slick how they decided how she was able to defeat Agatha. She gave her the power and Agatha thought everything was copacetic, but then she put runes in the space around her, you know, and so Agatha, it, it, and a lot of this was foreshadowing, I think it was a couple of episodes ago where she's like, ha, when she was talking about her history and, you know, uh, Wanda came into, into, the, into the room with her, into her, her lair, I'll say, in the basement, and Wanda couldn't use her power. She said, basically, you know, the witch who sets up the room basically controls who has the power or whatever. And that's yes, what she, yeah. And I was like, you know, that was a pretty slick thing that went on there. I thought some of the things were pretty good. I thought that the, you're right, the ending took a little longer. It could have been a bit more of an emotional punch. But another thing that got me was only 50 minutes. And I was like, what? Come on. I thought yeah. it would be a much bigger thing at the end in terms of, I was expecting like an hour and a half or, you know, yes, this was probably the longest episode, but still, you know, um, I didn't like the way Pietro or Fietro, as you call him, went out. It was too quick. And I was hoping that Spectrum would utilize their power. But, you know, once again, Marvel doesn't want to give too much. They want to save us to go to another show. That's what it really is, you know. And this comes basically to the end credit where we have 
um, one of the scrolls basically tells her about a thing. So they're setting that up for the next Captain Marvel, clearly. Well, this is ultimately a, um, this whole portrayal of the, of the scrolls have been sort of a thing that Roger Stern did, where he did side by side with the scrolls in the Avengers comic book, where it kind of had a story where they weren't necessarily bad guys, but um, at the same time, that's one of the things you have to sort of look at is like, I don't know, they already built up this issue between Carol and, and or Monica and Carol. So I'm not really buying into this leading into the next stage. Uh, so I wasn't big for me. The bigger, the bigger thing is like, we had Wanda in this hut now in this uh, far along place. And then they chickened out. What hut are you talking about? They totally chickened out. What are you talking about? John Byrne, he was right. He had the kids, right? And the kids had to go. There's no logic to having this robot and this human female, whether witch or not, create children. So the logical thing to do is create a construct where they could create kids and then the kids go and they go for all time that they removed, that it's unnatural. What happens at the end? We start hearing those kids again. And I knew they were gonna bring those kids back. And I'm saying, I didn't really like them that much, but this- What do you huh? you heard the kids again? What are you talking about? You heard the mommy, you heard the screaming of them. When? At, you didn't watch the end credits? Yes, I did, but I'm saying, I'm still a little confused. What are you- In the hut, when she was in the hut and you see the magic thing going, it was another scene. There was another end credit? Yes. Oh my gosh, are you freaking for real? Oh my goodness. Doctor Strange. It's not Doctor Strange isn't in it, but it's kind of a thrill to Doctor Strange. You see where, you don't know where Oh, I can't believe, are you serious? We watched it twice. And we not watching. You did. You watched it twice and you didn't stay till the end? Stayed after the first end credit. Didn't do scroll to make sure there was nothing else? It's not like you're in a movie. Oh my gosh, I can't friggin' believe it. You gotta gather the troops and watch it again. The whole, there's another end credit. I can't believe it. Oh, so That's tell me about it. Amateur mistake. Clearly, amateur mistake. I was so pissed off. Get out. You're so pissed off already. See, I knew it. You were pissed off at the episode. And then now you see you. I got you. Aha! Aha! Oh my goodness! Then you pissed off. There was another one. Uh, I was I was pissed off at the fifty minutes. I was like, this is only fifty minutes, man. Take this off again. I didn't watch the. the I saw the first screen. I was like, All right, I thought that was done. Twice, twice. There's another screen thing with what's her name, and we see her learning how to use magic. That's, so, that's cool. So overall, what do you think of the series? Um, I don't know. There's a great buzz for it, and ultimately, what hurt my watching of it is what if you watched our episodes is that when you're spoofing TV, you can be entertaining with it, or you could be the bad TV. And I think when they were doing the WandaVision cycling through different periods, even though they were trying to do some classic TV, 
bad TV borrows from classic TV. So when they spoofed it, it just seemed like bad TV that the jokes didn't land. Around the time when they started getting to the Marvel storyline, I think it's episode four and episode five, they started getting back to the Marvel type storylines. And ultimately, I think those episodes would have been better just if the jokes had landed. And I don't think I laughed until possibly episode eight. There was something I can't, but I can't even remember what that was. So I'm like saying, if you're doing the sitcom thing, and I've watched a lot of I Dream of Genie recently, and I've watched, um, what's that thing? A few episodes of um, Small Wonder. And I think sometimes, a lot of times in what's the name, because of the physical comedy, um, the I Dream of Genie um, lands a lot of jokes, but they do a lot of physical stuff and the heart of the show is there. This show has a lot of heart. The actors are great performers. They're performing their little hearts out. I just think the jokes need to land in the early part of the stuff when they're doing the mock stuff. Because obviously you look at the Brady Bunch and you're like saying, not a lot of the jokes always land, but at some point when they land, like when you see Michael, Michael wasn't that when the kid, I forget the, the youngest kid, the youngest boy, he's upset one episode where he has to wear his brother's hand-me-downs. And people say how, you know, like how out of touch it was like, that's totally in touch with life. Cause I was like, everyone doesn't like having to wear hand-me-downs and having the youngest be like, oh, come on. I don't want to wear his stuff. And then had to go- Why do I know that? <laughs> like you can, they had moments. It's not all like bubblegum sort of thing, sort of, you know, towards the end of the run. It's like, oh, they look at the, they're, they, they're getting hot now. Let's put them on the beach, that sort of thing. So I think ultimately, I would say I can't even give it a higher score to say. You have given it a score. I'm not, I don't want to because I'm like saying I don't know if I go back outside of wanting to see these characters, you know. And I guess that's the same with the Charmings, which I've brought up a number of times. I've gone back to it, but I haven't necessarily watched it. I might look at a scene. Oh, there's what's the name in a good outfit, that sort of thing. But it's not really something where I'm like. I would have to see this again, you know, whereas... Yeah, you don't see it in terms of, you know, I mean, I look at this kind of this show and I think, and I think, wow, you know, Marvel can, was able to successfully um, parlay their movie business into TV. You know, I think they were able to successfully do that. Do I, I look at this and I look at the uh, movies and I say, this is on, on par, it has the quality, it has the stars, it has the stories, and it doesn't, you know. Was it slow at the beginning? I think, and then our videos will say, I think it was, definitely was slow a little bit in the beginning. But as things started to unravel, the story started to make more sense. And the ending seems to explain a lot of the issues that, that, that we were initially um, discussing. You know, the structure of the story. What? We know, this is, I can't agree with you on that. The structure of the story is what you guys didn't like. You felt that you should- No. Uh, what I didn't like was that they, t you know, we're expecting more than Wanda did it. And what did they give us? Wanda did it. That was it. We were expecting like it was. I had a I had a prediction. Like a lot of predictions were off. Like Ralph was going to be a bigger thing. All this other stuff. Mephisto. Um, what else? There's a bunch of other things yeah. that was going to lead to Fantastic Four are going to come in. All this other stuff. 
I had, I'm saying since it was a barrier, I did a video where I talked about um, a nihilist in the negative zone. Wow. All that stuff was off, but all of us were asking for it to be more than just Wanda did it. And that's what we saw from the first episode. Wanda turns a vision and say, uh, Wanda help him. And she, and she does, he uses his power and he does it. So it's like, it's already telling us she did it. Then when they reveal it's all Wanda, but we kind of knew that. We were just hoping it was a little more. We had Wanda, but I think that there's an issue where it comes, she, out of her grief, developed the world and thing and didn't understand. And we see when the citizens of Westview start going after her, that 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 she who was making they were her, they were they were feeling her un, unconscious, her dreams, her, her her horrors that she was going through, and she didn't realize that what was happening, and therefore, you know, does it excuse? No, it was wrong. It wasn't wrong. She took the, took over their lives and, and and did. She just thought that it wasn't causing any hell, no problems, but in reality, it was. Um, so I think she feels the consequences because she lost the ones she loved the most. She lost Vision. She lost her children, who were real. They say within the construct that she has, these were real independent um, constructs, right? They, mm -hmm. weren't, they weren't dependent, like everyone else, they weren't dependent on her. She allowed them to have free freedom of thought and freedom of, um, of, of movement and action. So that was pretty interesting in and of itself. But I think, like you said, there's a big hole in terms of Pietro and Ralph. And what, what did that mean? Why was that there? You know? Um, at the end, I just thought that they rushed some things, like Darcy all of a sudden coming in and, and hitting um, Hayward. It's, you know, what's happening with Wanda? I mean, did he really have to shoot at kids? You know, I think they just wanted to make him look so bad that he was unredeemable, that he was a bad guy. I, I wasn't necessarily going for that initially. Um, I, but overall, the overall episode, it cleared up a lot of stuff. It showed Wanda in her full bloom. It showed her in the Scarlet, Scarlet um, Witch outfit. It resolved the issue between, or somewhat resolved the issue between the visions. Um, I thought it was a pretty overall. I give it a solid um, A, A minus, A A. I won't even. Let oh a my god, that's ridiculous! Yes. How do we even get to this story? Like, how did the Avengers allow Sword to get Vision's body if he sort of had a living will? Why would it go to Sword? I don't know. When they find out that Sword is doing these things or whatever, when he says he doesn't want his body in there, why can't she call up any other Avengers? Oh, because the story has to go along. So you have this big thing is just saying, hey, we just want to do um, something we see in comics, which is stuck in this world. And then you want to find out how they got in this world. But that's when you find out, like in X-Men, when X-Men are become circus performers and you're like wow look the x-men are circus performers right oh. and then next thing you know you're like oh this was mesmero it's like, oh yeah mesmero's cool mesmero controls minds wow he did something really really amazing right that's the basic premise of a wandavision they're like nope we gotta have it's not cool to have a villain make the heroes do stupid stuff we have to have the heroes do stupid stuff so we're gonna set all this stuff up so the already, there's no way, and then it's like, we're not gonna give you any twists. The big twist is the phony twist because it turned into Agatha. Agatha did it. Well, Agatha was there. She somehow connected it with them. and was able to influence certain things, but the whole reason behind this was, and I think it could have helped if they showed that Agatha helped the magnifier power. But then again, the whole point of Agatha is that her power was so much and without training, she had all this power. And she just constructed, what'd she say? 
uh, this whole thing to, 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 to make breakfast, you know, <laughs> to play to play breakfast or whatever. And so we see what Agatha was doing. She's just an interloper. We see her thing, and she's just trying to get. Hey, I can if I can get control of this chick's power, I could be the I could be the ish. Mm-hmm. And then you know, let's not forget the dark hole book that she had. You know, whose power is emanating from that? You know, what demon? What evil um, realm is it from? We don't know because they didn't say it. We gotta wait till the freaking Doctor Strange movie now. Well, that comes out next year, right? You saying that comes out next year? Then what's next? Next is um, they're doing uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. They're doing. I thought a movie is is at least uh, what's the name coming out? Is at least. Yeah. Black Widow, I'm there, baby. Coming out. Oh, this the the whole schedule is off. They redid it. They're gonna do it again. So, WandaVision was supposed to be way later. Supposed to be spring. I guess it was spring. We didn't get Shang Shang Chi. Is that supposed to be coming in the summer? Oh, everything is screwed up, isn't it? Yeah. Who's supposed to get the Eternals? It's supposed to be in November, I think. Man, this is... But see, doesn't it? Doctor Strange come afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. So where is... Oh, then they changed instead of Spider-Man. It was supposed to be the Spectacular Spider-Man. That's a way better title. Captain Marvel and the Valkyrie is a real name? Yeah, so WandaVision, January 15th. Falcon and Winter Soldier, March 19th. Black Widow, May 7th. Loki TV show, May 2021. Uh, They haven't given a specific date. Shang-Chi is supposed to be July 9th. It's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So don't start with the Mandarin crap again. What if summer of 2021? Hawkeye. And Ms. Marvel. Um... That's what it's looking like. Well, say that to me again. Oh, actually, I don't want to say it to you. I will show it to you, my friend. That's what we do. We show things to people. Show instead of tell. Show instead of tell. What do you mean by that? They say like in the script, you're supposed to show someone doing something instead of just telling them so you can believe it because you see them doing that. All right, so here it is. Marvel Phase 4 new MCU release. Do you see this? Yes. Should I make it bigger? No. Because we know you're half blind. Mm-hmm. Look who has glasses and look who doesn't. I'm sorry for saying that. I was out of pocket. My apologies once again. Too late. You went against still, your own rules. I'm still good. I'm still good. I'm still good. I apologize. No, you're not. No, you're not. Here's the schedule. WandaVision. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Black Widow. And it kind of makes sense that Black Widow falls right in this period with Falcon and Winter Soldier, so those characters definitely deal with one another. How yeah. are we going to see that? Is that coming out this week? It's coming out, no. It's coming out May 7th in the movie theaters. Oh, May. All right. The Loki TV show comes right after in May 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I hope it comes out this summer because they may push everything back to... They may push it back again because they want to have a big impact with Black Widow. What if Hawkeye and the Eternals, here it is. The Eternals are coming out November 5th. 
So if they push the Eternals back again, and you have Spider-Man December 17th, Doctor Strange is supposed to come out March 25th, 2022. When do we see, we don't see Wanda again until 2022. She's not scheduled to come back. That's what I was saying before. I mean, we'll see her as a character in Doctor Strange. We'll see her, yeah. We'll see her until then. And somehow Spider-Man is before yeah, so only gotta get their loot too, bro. Okay. Because the Sony Marvel thing is a little different because I think after this that Sony's um, supposed to be having um 2022. Let me see if you could do Sony timeline. Sony Spider-Man timeline. I should put Spider-Verse. No, let's see here. No way, no way home. Spider Man. Yeah, I don't know what they go. Look, Sony, Spider. It's a waste of time. We, we, let's finish this show here. We can leave that alone and cut that out, okay? Um, we can leave it in. All right, so we did it. We pointed out all of the flaws in WandaVision. Um, ultimately, let's see what happens years from now. Will there be buyer's remorse? Will people go back to it and say, you know what, this is like small wonder. This isn't <laughs> this isn't classic television. You know, but ultimately I think most of the TV watchers, they haven't watched enough television to understand when the joke doesn't land, you don't just look for the what's that thing? The um, egg? with the Easter eggs. You don't just look around for the Easter eggs when jokes are, are, are not landing. I don't know what to say about that. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think the whole thing is that the show is um, enjoyable. And that's what we agreed to. We agreed that the show was, it, it hit its mark. We agreed that we one- We agreed to that the girl is somehow, they can't come up with a story for the girl. So what do they do? They give her a family, right? They did the same thing when um, when um, Superman, like you said, behind the scenes is like, all oh, right, Superman is going to, um, Superman's going to die. Batman's going to get his back broken. They said, what's one to do for Wonder Woman? She's going to get married. She's going to have a kid. And it's like, that's what they do for the women. It's like, come up with something compelling and this, that, and the other. But, you know, at the same time, it would have been cool to see Master Pandemonium come out or um, Mephisto or even what I was thinking to connect to Annihilus and saying that she's some sort of conduit using their probability powers for all this other stuff. But ultimately they did, Wanda did it, and that's the story they wanted to tell. So because I just a, story, a, fine, huh? a good story, a fine story. I'm saying I just feel the joke should land. And at the same time, 
and you watch Dick Van Dyke and you're saying, oh, look, there's some of the cheese. Like, no, if you watch enough of those, you start to see, you start getting into the rhythm, you get into the humor and the heart and see why these people became the talents that they are. They weren't just like saying, oh, these guys, you could just do anything on television and people would laugh. No, so wait, go back. You, huh? didn't, you didn't like uh, Elizabeth Olsen? You didn't think she pulled off a great acting no, I didn't say, I don't have a problem with the acting. I told you, I enjoyed their performances. I'm just saying, I want jokes to land. When you watch a show that you like, when Mary Rue Children's on, you liking the show and you like the Cosby show and you like all these things. When the jokes stop landing, you it, it, you, it takes you like, you know, at some point you're going to run out of steam on the show. And that's what I'm trying to alleviate. Write the show, have the jokes land, and you have these guys killing the performances, having fun, right? That's all I had to say. Those first episodes, make sure the jokes land or else you'll have stuff when the people go back to, it'll start to be cringeworthy. That's it. Hey, so I just want to give the showrunner, the writers and all those big thumbs up. Did a great job. Um, Jack Schaefer, keep doing what you're doing. Blow it up. Hopefully we can get another one division out of this. You know, um, so once again, the team agrees. I'm speaking here with um, the Kyle. team. There's only two of us. Yeah, but Cal gave me his proxy vote. So he gave his proxy vote. Since he's not here, I can't say anything about it. But at the same time, is we're not roll. We're not rolling like the fat boys, where it's like two or three. We always, out, you know, someone always has to lose. Someone always has to lose. Two out of three. <laughs> two out of three wins. Out. It's on you.